before we get started, just a warning that this episode contains racial discrimination and violence. Hi, everyone. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Anna Malika Tubbs, the author of The Three Mothers, How the Mothers of MLK Jr., Malcolm X, and James Baldwin Shaped a Nation. My work focuses on motherhood through the lens of feminism, intersectionality, and inclusivity. And I'll be your guest host for this month of Womanica. This month, we're talking about mothers, women who ushered forth new generations and new futures through their care, work, and imagination. Today, we're talking about a woman who helped birth several African countries into new eras of independence, free from French colonial rule. Let's talk about Andre Bluen. This holiday season, if you're looking for a unique gift that inspires curiosity, travel, and culture, give yourself the gift of Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you'll finally be able to discover the wonder that comes with learning a new language. I'm so excited to wow my family and hopefully wow you listeners with my new French skills. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson, so you can start having real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to babbel.com and use promo code WOMANICA. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com, code WOMANICA. Andre was born on December 16th, 1921, beneath an extraordinary moon, in a colony of French Equatorial Africa. Today, the area is part of the independent Central African Republic. Andre's mother, Josephine Wasimba, was the daughter of the chief of their village and just 14 years old when she became a mother. Andre's father was a 41-year-old French businessman. Andre's father left her mother not long after his daughter's birth. And when Andre was three years old, he took her from her mother and left her at an orphanage in the French Congo. Locals called the orphanage the convent. It served a specific purpose, a dumping ground for white men trying to hide their interracial relationships. The girls were subjected to a combination of seclusion and neglect, protected for their whiteness, abused for their blackness. By the time Andre was 15, life in the orphanage had become unbearable. She and two friends hatched a plan to escape, which they did by scaling the convent's walls, cutting their feet on the broken glass at the top. Eventually, Andre reunited with her mother, Josephine. This love would bring Andre strength and comfort during a string of painful relationships. The first was with a man named Roger Sarui, with whom she had a daughter named Rita. Andre lived in her mother's home for a few months before her daughter was born. Josephine would check on Andre every morning, putting her hands on her daughter's belly. Andre wrote, Through her hands, she gave the child strength and health and love. A month before Rita was born, 
Roger married someone else. Andre saw her own childhood experience being repeated. But she later became aware of the flip side of the cycle, as her daughter was born on her birthday, December 16th. My hopes for my child's recognition were never to be realized, she said. But my delivery in the Belgian Congo was to be prophetic of a later phase of my life. One day there, I was to be deeply involved in the labor pangs and bloody birth of that country in its independence. Andre later married a Frenchman named Charles Goutz. She had a son with him in 1942 named René. Like Andre and Rita, he was also born on December 16th. When René was two years old, he began to suffer bouts of malaria. At one point, he was hospitalized, but he was denied medication because he was a quarter African. Desperate, Andre burst into the mayor's office to demand help. He denied her the medicine. Andre watched as her son's health worsened, while a white child, the child of a neighbor, recovered thanks to medicine. A month later, her son died. The death of my son politicized me as nothing else could, she later wrote. She realized that colonialism was no longer just about her own painful fate, but a system of evil whose tentacles reached into every phase of African life. In 1952, Andre, now divorced, married a French engineer, also named Andre, and took his last name, Bluen. They had two children together and moved to French Guinea for his work. At the time, the independence movement in French Guinea was gaining momentum under the leadership of Ahmed Sekou Touré. Andre was in a shop one day when she looked up to see a poster of Ahmed Sekou Touré on the wall behind the shopkeeper. She stared at the poster of this man whose name she had heard so much since her arrival. She felt she recognized him. Andre later wrote, A few people are fortunate enough to know the precise moment when their life takes a powerful new course. I am one of those lucky few. Like the other French colonies on the continent, Guinea was preparing for a referendum where people could vote to either remain a part of France or become independent. Andre joined Touré and his party's efforts to campaign for independence. She drove around the country organizing rallies and giving speeches and became a trusted counselor to several party leaders. She did all this in spite of the sacrifice of leaving her family for extended periods of time and in spite of the physical threats she faced from a French opposition determined to squash the campaign. Finally, in September 1958, Guinea was the only colony that chose to leave France. Two years later, in 1960, Andre overheard two men at a nearby table speaking a language from her youth, Lingala. They were politicians from the Belgian Congo who connected her to the leader of their nationalist party, Antony Gazinga. Andre met other powerful activists and became the only woman in the circle of leaders campaigning for independence. Her feminist speeches mobilized thousands of women. When the Congo did gain independence, she became a chief advisor to Patrice Lumumba, the country's first prime minister. Andre's Western critics denounced her as a courtesan and a communist for her involvement in multiple African independence movements. When a journalist asked her if the latter was true, Andre responded, let small fools call me what they like. 
I am an African nationalist. After Prime Minister Lumumba was assassinated, Andre moved to Paris. She lived out the rest of her life there in an apartment on the outskirts of the city, where she would visit with revolutionaries and African leftists whenever they passed through. She died on April 9th, 1986. She was 65 years old. All month, we're talking about mothers. For more information, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to co-creators Jenny and Liz Kaplan for having me as a guest host. Talk to you tomorrow.